this is Sports Wave. Broadcasting live via the internet. It is allegedly March 28, 2020, BQ, during quarantine. Today marks our first all-remote episode with the help of Zoom. From Denton, Texas, we have myself, Abdin Gonzalez. From McKinney, Texas, we have Kellen Land. And from not the Big Apple, but from Salina this time, we have Jose Granados. And from Garland, Texas, we have Andy Yeager. Today we will talk about how we are dealing with no sports during the corona crisis. We will talk about recent NFL news, NBA, soccer, and pretty much anything else we have going on right now. This is Sports Wave. And we are live. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. It is episode eight, our very first episode remotely um if you're watching us we are also broadcasting live on youtube so this will definitely be interesting to watch later um but yeah of course as you probably know if you're listening to this right now we are all in quarantine status or stay at home uh so shelter in place shelter in place <laughs> exactly <laughs> So it's uh, county, then uh, it doesn't matter. Ooh, <laughs> <controversial>. <laughs> yeah, so probably spend the first part of this episode talking about that and how crazy it's been. Certainly since the last time you probably heard us, it was uh, a normal existence that we all lived. And now all of a sudden, within a matter of really two weeks we're broadcasting on the 28th and it seems like around march 11th or march 10th was when s hit the fan so uh <laughs> let's talk about how we've been quarantining i mean well, uh i guess technically so this whole week i just realized when I went to go get groceries a couple hours ago, that it was the first time I had started my car in a week. And oh, wow. it also was the kind of first time I drove my car. And that was kind of strange feeling that. Um, but I hadn't really thought about it up until that point. Uh, but yeah, I would say I'm probably about a week in to actual quarantine. Maybe about a week. Well, let's say. Probably about nine days. I think I kind of started because last week I still had to go into the office for until Friday. So wow. I don't really, yeah. really count those, but I didn't really go out outside of that besides going to the office. Damn. Yeah, weird, weird stuff. Yeah. And now I realize I can do my job from home. So nice. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, not been in quarantine really because my work is considered an essential service so uh, oh. i've been out in the field still uh, really crazy absolutely no traffic out there man it's a it's a, like a complete ghost town it's a wasteland out there in dallas it's really wild Dude, have you been seeing a lot of people out there too like like people in 
your areas, like walking and stuff? Or? Yeah, I've been seeing a ton of people walking. Lots of dogs walking around everywhere, uh, all over the place, man. It's It's been wild because it's actually, the weather's been really, really nice here. And Yeah, uh, that's like the it, worst part about it where it's like, yeah. well, I guess it's a good part since I guess we are allowed to just walk around and that's do true. whatever. Yeah, Why tons of people out walking, though. Promo each other <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, would, uh, one would help anyways but yeah. um yep, so i'm still out and about uh but uh yeah, yeah. That, that's all i got for that <laughs> no comment well jose's situation is crazy and also a little bit ironic because you know we were actually planning on having us all together for the first time like probably now if this wasn't going on and so jose you're actually here but we're still forced to record remotely yep in north texas what a cruel twist of fate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he's literally like 12 miles away from me right now <laughs> and yet we couldn't be so further apart far. to be fair yeah. though like you kind of got to texas at the right time yeah because you would have too you would probably be, you'd probably have COVID. Yeah, I'd probably be on like a ship somewhere. <laughs> Gosh, <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> Just in the so, fucking financial district. I'd be so, on the yeah. bottom of the Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jose, did you, did you get back here? What was it? You've been here two weeks now? Yeah. So I left on Thursday the 12th. It is wow. now the 28th, so a little yeah. over two weeks now. Wow. And did, when did you buy your tickets? Because that's a crazy thing. What fortuitous timing. Mm, well, I managed to get the time off sometime in like January. So I think at the end of January. Mm, wow. Okay. So kind of hadn't hit the fan yet here. No, definitely did not. Well, not here yet. But, yeah, Texas was pretty delayed on that. Well, so we're told. <laughs> it's just a crazy twist of fate. <laughs> how yeah, it really you, know, is. you could be in a much dangerous situation right now this is true right you know with that in mind i do want to amend my previous statements uh i just realized this, this podcast can last for a while it might turn out to be a historic artifact <laughs> my apologies okay. for my insensitivity about the uh, covid virus in case this gets much much worse <laughs> <laughs> good lord <laughs> especially for the people in new york yeah yeah, that sucks. <laughs> what about you, Andy? What have you been up to? Oh, man. I mean, just like everyone else, I'm learning a lot of new things. I mean, obviously, I've been working from home since that day. Like, what really hit me was, was when they canceled the NBA season. And if I'm not mistaken, that was on either the 10th or 11th of this month. And that, you know, when they literally – I saw the tweet on my phone. I was actually out, of course. Um <laughs> And I was at this place getting some food, and I saw the tweet, the NBA's canceled its season. And that's when it hit me. I was like, whoa. Like, this really – it literally escalated so quickly after that. Like, it went – you know, that's when we started doing the quarantine thing, and then we got yeah. to stay at home after that. And then it, like, literally just unraveled. So uh, Yeah, the NBA started the, the domino. Dude, and it was well, the biggest domino effect ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you kind of – think about the first game that actually got canceled because if you think about it the Mavericks technically had the last game yeah. <laughs> of the season but wow. that same evening there was another game that was supposed to take place um, that had a later start time 
but a uh, from what we know now, there was a player on was it the Utah Jazz? Is that yeah, Rudy oh, Gobert, who had tested positive. Yep. Well, a doctor apparently ran down the tunnel onto the court, almost. onto the court, pretty much on the court, yeah, just to wow. wave to wave them off and get the officials. Um, yeah, that was here. the smoking Dude, gun. Crazy, that was like man. right when it just went boom. Everything's canceled. It got really real. Yeah, like. <clears throat> You literally see that doctor run onto the court, and everybody's like, "They're literally about to tip off." I think they're probably five Ooh, minutes away. That's insane, man! I did not know about that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then, and then after that day, we everything else right. just started to kind of. Yeah, and so ever since that day, I've just been working from home, and I'll be honest, I love it because I I normally have like a thirty minute commute, which isn't too bad, but it's just. I don't know. It's always more stressful and there's always traffic. So I love the convenience of literally waking up and just going to my computer, which is like two feet away from my bed. So uh, <laughs> that's been really nice. convenient. And I love it. Like it's, I've been, I feel like I've been more productive at work. Um, but during this time, it's definitely made me think about, as I'm sure everyone else has been thinking about just the lifestyle. Maybe you had, like for me, I used to eat eat out all the time, obviously. You go to this place. If I'm hungry, I'll go here. Right. Or if I want to go to drink, I'm gonna go there. It's like a disgusting. I had a really bad <laughs> habit of that. Uh probably even more so than other people. I don't know. But like I used to always go out a lot. And so now it's kind of a it was a wake-up call maybe I needed because you know, it's I'm wasting a lot of money going to those types of places anyway. But I mean I still like to go out, but it yeah. feels feels like the kind of life the american society that we've kind of lived in is a lot of luxury so it's like i feel like we've taken it for granted a little bit and just now it's like all gone kind of and i've learned a lot of you know cooking lately uh buying groceries i mean i'm curious how this is gonna ha- uh, affect people after it's all over whenever yeah. that is are people yeah. gonna go out as much i i mean danny on the on the ticket kind of alluded to this but he said that you know this may stick with people for a while i don't know like in terms of because like think about how for lack of a better term how gross we are you know with our germs and and how much we never even thought about like being at a crowded bar or a sporting event of course like we don't even think about that we've never thought about that now i think every time we do go to a crowded place now i think it's going to cross our minds i don't know Definitely. Uh, I was watching some old uh, Stars games oh, old from, you know, previously from the season on uh, TV. And I was just like looking at the crowd and I was just like the slightest bit of anxiety. I was just like, dude, I'm never going to look at this the same way again. You know, yeah. it's it's like a it's like a little bit of a paradigm shift and just seeing like how groups, big groups of people and just like this entire thing is like completely changed by my, you know, I never even thought about it before. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be like when you see people smoking in on airplanes and movies, you know, they're like, what? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And it's like also the, I, I tweeted this out when this was first happening. I called it the ultimate social experiment. And honestly, if we didn't have the internet, it'd be a different thing. But I feel like the internet is now really coming in clutch, like for our entertainment and then even our communication. Like for yeah. example, we're broadcasting right now on Zoom and this this time period will always be remembered as Zoom's coming out party as yeah. it's yeah. really 
took over the nation in terms of whether it be work or social or whatever. Everyone's using Zoom because it's so easy. They're probably one of the only or one of the few businesses right now, like kind of happy with what's going on because there's there's this, this is a really user friendly app. Um, oh, that in Georgia Pacific, who makes like all of the paper products paper. here in America. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about that. What has y'all's grocery store experiences been? I mean, I'll speak, I'll, I'll go first because I've been in, uh, I'm in the closer to the Dallas area, I guess, than anyone else. And it, I had a, a big paranoid about like nothing being there. And of course, that's been the case kind of closer to Dallas, I think. Some of the supermarkets, it's like, closer to like downtown and whatnot have been pretty um picked over i guess you could say but i mean i live in garland and in, in kind of the richardson slash plano area everything around here has been okay but every everything you know everyone knows about the toilet paper shortage but thankfully they have limits on that now but for me it's always just weird like when you're going down the aisle like today i went to albertson's reluctantly uh because no one could deliver to my address, weirdly enough, but, uh, or I had to wait a few days, but like just going in the store, it was chill. There's not that many people there, but then like someone gets close to you, you're like, oh, sh- I gotta go, go this way, or it, it kind of changes the dynamic. I mean, everybody's pretty civil, so yeah, but, absolutely. My grocery experience has been chill. I just get really paranoid about going. Uh, I'm the same way. I'm a little paranoid myself. Um, so, I kind of saw this coming, just kind of seeing what happened in China. So I got, I did get some things that I had a feeling were going to go away or like just not be on the shelf. Like when I started to see rice and beans, like getting snatched up, I'm thinking, yeah, oh crap, this is, this is going to happen to us. The toilet paper thing, I could have never I could never yeah. imagine that, but I, I would hate um, to actually so need stupid. toilet paper right now. I would really hate to actually, really, like, truly need it. <laughs> yeah, like I went to yeah. Kroger at six a.m. last week because I wanted to get a few things, but I was like, or not last week, two weeks ago, and I was like, this is already, you know, panic had already set in. People were started going crazy about toilet paper, and um, I got there at six a.m. and there were tons of people there. And it was just pretty surreal to see all those people at Kroger at six and just how bare some of the shelves were. You know, I've never seen that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But yeah. You know, I, people are gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, get, I get very uh, anxiety ridden now trying to get to the store. I did do Kroger's uh, pickup service today. And I have to say, Did it work. It was. I was pretty impressed. Um, some, some of the stuff they didn't have that I requested. So you know, what 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 did you request that they didn't have? Uh, organic carrots for some reason. Um, they didn't have that. They didn't have. But did they uh, have inorganic carrots? I don't know. They didn't. I I, <laughs> I said that carrots? I would. Probably. I said that I would allow substitutions, but they didn't put that on my substitution list um, wow. and then i also wanted like uh vegan hot dogs and they didn't have those so Damn. yeah that's kind of weird because nobody i will say being vegetarian at this time is actually pretty nice because nobody buys the fake like meat substitute product <laughs> i've kind of had a similar experience but like not as much because like i've gone to walmart 
mm. like one or two times to just get groceries and stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to a Walmart during this. How was that? And which Walmart um, was it? It was the Walmart here in Prosper. Oh, and nice. Then the Walmart in McKinney too. So like I've been to multiple Walmarts. Uh huh. Um, how how's that been? So when it came to toilet paper, it was like pick clean. There's like nothing left. And then I just so happened to be, and like we weren't running low or anything here, but like <laughs> you never I know. Like, yeah, I mean, like you said, you don't want to be like <laughs> when like you know it comes to that time. So like we, I just kind of went down that um, aisle, and then they just so happened to be stocking it at that time. Just like and I hate to be like this, but I have to admit that I, you know, I grabbed like a couple rolls, you know, like more than I did do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm we not gonna seize lie. the means of production. Don't fix all of this. We definitely need to seize the means of production. Oh god, yes. <laughs> Oh no, and, now, uh, now we're definitely getting flagged. My fellow <laughs> comrades. Take over the paper mills. <laughs> yeah, now uh, let's see. So right before I went to Alabama, so I went to Alabama, I guess is was the week before last. So like yeah. in February? You, or were, you were going March? to Alabama the day after Never I came heard. in. So yeah, what was March 13th? So like about yeah. two weeks ago. It oh, feels like ago, so yeah. long ago. I know, man. Uh, is. Time is in flux. It's crazy. Yeah, but, it does um, seem very strange. Yeah, ah. Haley, uh, my fiance and I, we went to uh, Walmart the night before our flight. And I'm talking about like at 11 o'clock at night. And um, dude, the place was overrun. Um, the line oh. went all the way back into the clothes aisle. That- no paper products whatsoever. No, like not even wa- any bottled water. We found one, like one gallon, you know, like thing of drinkable mm. water that was like all dented up and everything. No, <laughs> yeah, and it was it was insane, man. And people are like starting to get like super pissed at each other in line Is this and line and everything. Yeah, yeah, in McKinney. Which, which one in McKinney? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's the one off of Lake Forest, says they Okay. Yeah, and uh, that was that was my first time experiencing that, and that was pretty wild. Last yeah, Sunday, I haven't seen that. Yeah, last Sunday we went to Costco, a little bit more tame. Uh, they got you know you got uh, a little wipe to wipe your cart down and everything. Right. And um, yeah, but. Still, they had a ton of stuff that was completely sold out. Chicken, all paper products, basically. And no toilet paper, of course. And, um, yeah, man, it was pretty wild. And I was just like, you know, it seemed like people were, like, starting to, like, close in on you when you're going. You're just, like, trying to dodge, get away. And, and, you know, I, like, look at the deli, and there's 25 people. Yeah, they're together in line. I'm just like... That's doesn't exactly seem like how this is supposed to, to go down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's also, it's also weird, like when you have supplies that are limited and like in your cart and you're walking around like going to the cash register and you're just like wondering if people are like looking at you. Not like, oh, what's this guy doing? But more like, hmm, you know? Is Ooh. this a guy I'm gonna jump in the parking lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it came down to it, can I kill this man for this toilet paper? Oh, You're just yeah, like, sizing him yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, like, dude, I, I'll be honest, I was guilty. I bought one pack just in case, and I, I, I did as well. I bought I mean, one pack as well. It was a twelve, just 12 pack. 
So this is packs of twenty four. Yeah, he went. No, he went. He went. Clay Jenkins, get this guy. Clay Jenkins. He went and got a pallet and just used it. Got a forklift and just did a whole pallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He commandeered a forklift. Pretended he was a worker. Got his vest on and everything. I asked Andrew for his old vest. I will say that when I went to Kroger at 6 a.m., I did get one pack. And it was weird because, like, I was still half asleep. And they were, like, over the intercom, they were like, we ask all of our customers to limit uh, paper products to three per customer. Wow. So, like, I went. Even that's a lot. And I went to the aisle. I picked one up. And there was just a worker standing there just, like, smiling. And, like, I guess her job that day was to watch yeah so that people so wouldn't don't fight the paper. each other well what, what albertson's and i would imagine what everyone in dallas since it got mandated uh basically they have signs and if you have more than one of anything whether it be toilet paper or whatever they have limits on there's a lot of food that they had limits on uh if you have more than the limit they're not gonna they're not gonna let you buy it yeah they're gonna yeah. hold it at the cashier like water's yeah. more yeah. plentiful now bottles of water yeah they got it i accidentally <laughs> yeah. I got two packs this last time I went to Walmart, and the lady was like, oh, it's just one. And I was like... Mm. Dude, you shouldn't be using plastic products anyways. So. Yeah, I really shouldn't. You know, I, I don't know. Like, these whole things... These times. Go yeah. out the window the well, minute... The, I'm sure right. yeah. our, dignity, our dignity goes with that. <laughs> turtle that start is... eating meat again. The turtle <laughs> that, that ate your uh, freaking plastic bottle that you threw in the... Pacific. Oh wow! Thinks otherwise. That sea otter, <laughs> the trash patch. So what? So going back to something Andy said earlier, I do think it's interesting. So yeah. today I was listening to the Journal, which is a podcast that the uh, Washington Post does, and they were okay. talking about life after Corona because China is in that phase essentially of real parts of it are getting out of it too right yeah, yeah. so they just their their so cases have gone down <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's a non-believer but so they're like reopening, so reopening the factories people are starting to go back to work even but they're still so social distancing and stuff right um but a lot of the younger people uh, are are apparently not going out as much, and they are um, they have never been through anything, and we have never. I mean, I've I've yeah. talked to my parents, to my grandma. They they all say that they have never seen anything like this, and yeah. um, that's it's they, like nineteen eighteen, like yeah. that was pretty much the last thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. maybe polio or something. Maybe, I mean, know? even in the modern developed world, certainly haven't. Yeah. No one, and it, that's close. the thing. It's global, pretty much. It's not yeah. even. It's not one part of the country, you know. Like I, I remember my. Do y'all remember when y'all first even heard the term? Like I was at work one day, and one of my coworkers had just gotten back from Japan, and obviously it didn't really hit Japan that hard. But like one of my other coworkers was joking with him at the time. Yeah, one of my co because like everyone was like, "Oh, hey, welcome back," and you know, giving them high fives and whatnot. And one of my coworkers is. He's always joking around, but he was like, whoa, 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 don't touch me, bro. They got the coronavirus over there. And I heard it, and I was like, this was, like, back in, like, late December, early January. And so that was the very first time I heard the words coronavirus. And I was like, I thought he was joking because it kind of sounded like a joke because it's, like, corona and 
yeah. I didn't yeah, even right. I didn't think twice about it. And this like I said, it was a while ago, and that's what I was like, what? And then I started looking, I was like, oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's in China, you know, like that sucks. They're totally right. different than us, and yeah, it won't spread. I think we all kind of thought like up until it actually came here in I guess in Washington yeah, State. The doorstep, yeah. Um, but the, the other thing is, like, a lot of times we think, oh, even if it does come here, uh-huh. this is America, yeah, you know, dis- we'll be disappear. all right. right or, like, yeah. we, we have the capability to combat right. it. Right. Well, we don't, apparently. No, yeah. that's the sad part. I mean, and obviously the biggest concern right now is just the availability of beds and hospitals which is so crazy to even think about like absolutely this is something that we only could have like joked about if like in an apocalyptic dystopia situation where this happens or if we've seen movies and video games and whatnot it's always been talked about but now it's like serious and it's like how did this what how did this happen (laughs) this came out of nowhere now now we're here yeah, I didn't hear about it until after I got back from uh, my cruise in yeah. January, very early January, and uh, that was like when all sorts of crazy stuff was going on. I just remember uh, getting back because I didn't have um, the Wi-Fi package, which was like incredibly expensive, so I didn't have any internet while I was there. It was like about a week, and then I just like all of a sudden get on. I'm like, oh man, I got internet again, and then it's just like all these World War Three memes, and then like something about some oh yeah, I remember and that? Yeah, yeah. And III. I was like, what is going on? What happened? Like in just the week I was gone, it's pretty uh, crazy. 2020 has been a wild year, man. Yeah, first Kobe, now this. Yeah, Oof. there you go. Yeah, it's, it's insane been... stuff. Um, yeah, and it's kind of weird. One thing that has been kind of tossed around is the uh, when the NBA kind of will resume play. Mark Cuban had a a date. I think he said June or something like that. Um, yeah, I, think... I don't think that. I don't think it's gonna happen um, because the Chinese uh basketball league is having that same issue <laughs> they're trying to start in april and not happening because they just, throw shade at the chinese basketball just, league no, no i thought for, like just because of like the presidency i thought he was going to be like because uh the chinese virus is uh still going to be it's like no i was going to say that i was like god please dude, i'm muting you wow anyways uh Cut yeah. that part. <laughs> so, so they're gonna they're trying to to start the CBA back up, but it, it's just not happening, and it's it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, on that, I mean, with the sports leagues, like apparently they're gonna they're gonna try and start with no fans, and how weird is that gonna be? Yeah, especially if they decide to start like in the playoffs. Like playoffs <laughs> is about fans, you know that that is right. Yeah. so it's just right. the thought of that it's like i'm gonna be super pumped when sports are back on tv and we can actually start watching them again but at the yeah. same time it's gonna be a little bittersweet too because there's gonna be no fans and this is this is another thing i wanted to say lots of controls put it on yeah, yeah. And it's just like talking about the timing of all this is that this coronavirus thing came at arguably one of the best sports times in the calendar you have in the sports calendar, you have NFL or uh, excuse me, you have NBA, NHL playoffs ramping up. 
we're about to get started. You have <laughs> Champions League within soccer. You have the tournament, which got canceled. Uh, yeah. All that's gone. Uh, you have that. It's like everything was like culminating. It was like one of my favorite times of the year. And every single year, I'm like, oh, yeah, it happens. And now all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. No sports for you. Yeah. Nothing. Except for WWE. Yeah. <laughs> well, on Andy's point, I guess it's all kind of cyclical, right? Because, like, when would have been a good time for a global pandemic to hit when, with regards to sports, you know? It would have hit anything. Yeah, you know, like right. It happened in the fall. That's what true. Affected football and all that stuff. Yeah. But that I guess it is. Yeah, I feel like, like if it hit the NFL, yeah, uh, it would have been bad. That'd be yeah. I mean, but it is a particularly rich time that it hit because it affected all those things that you just mentioned. So, like, maybe just a little bit more, but yeah, but still. The economic ramifications are just inconceivable. Yeah, that's a really scary part. I mean, um, don't get the the virus is very bad, and we need to be concerned about that. But yeah, the economic ramifications are going to last for quite a while. It goes hand in hand, and it's kind of creating a weird... I don't know if I'd call it a dilemma, but it's almost like a double-edged sword or catch-22 where it's like the economy is going to suffer, but maybe we'll save more lives. Or the other way around where it's like, no, we still want our economy to go, like be really good. But, you know, by by the result of that would be more people dying, essentially. Yeah, it's it's an unfortunate thing. So then you start putting price tags on people's lives, which is never something you want. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I guess I'm kind of glad we're, I mean, yeah, sure, it could have been earlier that we started taking this serious, of course, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure how the nation or the places that are really uh, affected by this or the, the areas that are affected by this are taking it. You know, it's like... We still see some people out and whatnot. I mean, I don't know. I feel like we're we're escalating into a more and more strict lockdown instead of maybe making it more strict and then easing it out. Yeah, exactly. Reacting instead of being proactive. But like you talk about the conflict of interest, like for example, you know, with uh, state officials or governors or whatever, they mm-hmm. there's a conflict of interest there. Right, I mean, in a way, yeah, which I mean, it shouldn't be. You have, but yeah. right, you had the battle like before, before you know, Governor Abbott. Anything? Not trying to oh, get yeah, absolutely not. I'm just saying. You know, you had that battle between Dallas County and Tarrant yeah. County. Couldn't get on the same page. Yeah, so, they don't want to be. Holland County now. It's like nobody wants to make that decision, but at the same time, when you get elected to an office, to, I don't really care what party like, you're from. I'm saying decision you have to make. Yeah, those are the decisions you mm-hmm. have to make. All right. Yeah. But and it's unfortunate that you know Dallas is uh probably the worst hit of the state too. Is it really? Uh, you know, the area that we're in, yeah. It's one of the oh worst. God. So <laughs> but, Oh uh, yeah, Dallas is yeah. definitely like in terms of cases yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um yep. bad. In terms of entertainment, I'm curious. So what have we been watching? Any shows, movies, even books? Uh Yes, Andy, give me the opioid, please. <laughs> the opiate. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, don't know. I need to be lulled back into complacency. <laughs> I do. I do. Dude, I mean, honestly, I know like every a lot of most other people, the Tiger King, right. I binged. Oh, yeah. man, I need to get I binged that. in about a week. 
I binged it in like two days. Um, and it was, it's awesome. Jose, have you seen, or you probably haven't seen it, have you? I have not, but go ahead, yeah. guys. I don't care about spoilers. Yeah, we're, we're oh, spoil for it. anyone listening, I mean, do we want to do spoilers? Just do spoilers. No, I'm not going to do this. No, I'm not going to spoil it. Just no, it, you know, it's it's super interesting. It's basically about uh, this one. It's mainly about this one animal handler who had a, a zoo, exotic animal zoo in Oklahoma, of all places. Yeah. His name is Joe Exotic. You've probably seen his picture by now on social media. He's a really uh, interesting Eccentric. looking, yeah, interesting <laughs> looking fellow, and you'll get to know the guy throughout the whole series. And, and the it's, craziest thing about it is that it is actually a true story. Uh, which, as you're watching, it's going to be harder and harder to believe how this actually happened. How tangled um, up it gets, you know. Into it's, other yeah, things. and it's basically he battles in a way with another animal rights person who's essentially doing the same thing as him, and it's it's really juicy and um, it's really good. But uh, the the other thing that's also really good about it, besides the story and whatnot, is just the the filmmaking. Like whoever produced this footage, I, I don't know how they did it, but it is really good filmmaking for a documentary. So. Um, yeah, it's definitely where everyone's been watching it. Apparently now this has been kind of the default. I guess they released it at the perfect time. Um, it sure did. And everyone's talking about it. I guess it's still number one on Netflix right now. Yeah. Uh, um, I also finished a- RoboCop. <laughs> oh. Dude, really? Did you watch RoboCop? Yeah, I watched RoboCop. I've also been watching a ton of like older movies that I haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I so- would... Yeah, we can hit that later. So RoboCop, back to RoboCop. Is this your first time watching it? Or? Yeah, I'm sure that I had seen parts of it or seen some of it at some time, just because it's been out for so long. But like, yeah, being able to comprehend and watch it and like kind of understand what's going on, I would say this yeah. is the first time that that has happened. That's kind of ironic because that that's I saw it on HBO like now too, and it's actually one of my favorite movies, and it's a lot smarter than people most not most people I'd say it's kind of coming into the consciousness more, but it's smarter than people initially thought. It's like oh, does this guy yeah. get shot up and they just make him into a robot cop? No, no, yeah, I mean <laughs> like, that's not what it's about. You know, that's yeah, it, it's about like a militarized police state you know that's what that mm. that's what it's really about in my opinion that's what it's about well, no well i mean yeah but it's also like about how corporations like kind of they they kind of like put their hand in the cookie jar when it comes to like the public sector and how that kind of how, how it's not really yeah. yeah it's not yeah. really beneficial necessarily and and yeah. like it, it's supposed to be but a lot of times it doesn't end up being, which which is weird because another thing that I've watched was the trials of, uh, oh man, I want to say like Julian Hernandez or something like that. I I don't remember the the little boy's name, but it's about yeah, it's on uh, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, but it's kind of about that same thing. So it was weird, kind of watching that and then watching RoboCop. But RoboCop was made in the eighties, you know, and it's like. Oh wow! Um, it's so you're just, watching like the original RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a, a remake. I would. I don't. I wouldn't I remake they, that movie if I was. No, I think it. they. Tr- I think they tried remaking it actually not too oh. long ago, but it was short lived, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, they're playing the Super Nintendo game. Yeah, fan- <laughs> oh, fantastic <laughs> movie. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it. It's a lot of 
fun um, because it is quirky and kind of funny in some ways, but nice. You're still talking about RoboCop, or are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm talking the, about RoboCop. Okay, I didn't because you mentioned the other Netflix. Oh yeah, show, the so Gabriel Hernandez. Now yeah. that's not funny. That's actually very depressing, very sad. Um, but yeah, RoboCop was good. I also watched uh, Scary Movie, mm. which wow. was. <laughs> was really funny. I hadn't seen that in a while. I saw uh, Austin Powers, Little Man. All, all those. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the old classics. The yeah, yeah, man. Just, man. I watched that this morning with, with uh, Tiffany because she was like, you've seen that? It's pretty funny. And I was like, nah. And then I watched, started watching. I was like, I have seen it. But at the time, I didn't really get a lot of the stuff that was happening. <laughs> But no, uh, I've also started reading a book. I talked to Jose about this yesterday. Uh, it's called Where the Crawdad Sings. Mm. Uh, my work started a book club, and that was the first book that nice. everybody agreed upon. So started that one. Hopefully I can finish it before the, the group discussion, which is like in a month. Um, I might be flying rogue by the end of it. We'll see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it a big book, long book? Or? Um, let's see. It, it looks pretty big to me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's, I didn't know you had it right there. It's nice. uh, 300, 370 pages. How big nice. are the letters on it? Like, big, long. Dude, they're just like gigantic. <laughs> it's like basically a, a coloring book. <laughs> it looks like there's some space there, so I'll be all right. Yeah, Jose, we wow, should start. We just started a, a group. Yeah, uh, uh, I was say, we started a book uh, group. Uh, the first one that we decided on was Brown Bear. Brown Bear, what do you see? Go <laughs> <laughs> ahead, <hear> Carl, man. <laughs> Dude, we just reread the Communist Manifesto for a week. So, you know? <laughs> Jose, I mean, uh, Kellen, what were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say, no, you're good. I was going to Jose, let's uh, step this up. Let's get a sports wave, uh, book club, and do infinite jest. Let's do it. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, the book is like this huge, oh. and like half of it are like footnotes. <laughs> We should do no. We should do sports wave book club and do like Moneyball or something. Oh, that would be good actually. Yeah. Uh, how about all of, uh, Bill O'Reilly's books? Oh, uh, uh, Lincoln. <laughs> what was that? Or Sprawl Ball? Isn't that the one that? Oh, uh, I have that book. Yeah, that's that that right really good. I actually have it. It's actually holding up my laptop. Who was yeah. that? It's like. <laughs> Good use for a book. Dude, yeah, you know he loves it. No, I've, I've already read it. Well, it's actually really cool. Here it is. Yeah, it's actually really cool. It's a it's a cool. Uh, yeah, like, and, and like there's like the a name. lot of hold on, there's like pictures and stuff. Infographics. Yeah, like check that out. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, it's actually YouTube stream are getting their money's worth right now. It's actually really really interesting in terms of like how the modern like modern game is and like shooting three-pointers and whatnot it's really it's like an analytical based look i bought this yes. at barnes and noble shout out to barnes and noble nice Dang, there... you're probably their first customer in like a half a year <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Is, is there anything uh, about nelly ball in there 
Yes, actually, that that was actually one of the precursors to this. They said, okay. um, he Nelly is a big factor in this because, of course, he his you know the way he was coaching the Mavs, and then he actually coached the Warriors for a little bit, and he actually drafted Steph Curry. People forget, yeah, uh, he was the one who drafted Steph Curry. So, you can so wild. I keep like looking back at like Wikipedia holes about like stuff like that, and I'm just like, yeah, I remember Don Nelson. What happened to that guy? Well, he was ahead of his time for sure. Apparently, he smokes a lot of weed in Hawaii <laughs> with Willie Nelson and plays poker Makes all the time. Sense. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Dude, did, did y'all ever see that thing uh, that like expose? I wouldn't say expose, but they did it on like real sports. And uh, <laughs> apparently, somebody died at the poker table. Oh yeah, and they, what? And they yeah, because yeah. like, apparently he has he's like known throughout like his Hawaii. community, Hawaii, uh, of like having these intense poker games that last like all night. And they're they're obviously all older guys, but um, were they doing like like lines and just like keep on going or something? <laughs> no, well the guy <laughs> died at the table, and they finished the poker game before they called the paramedics. Oh my god! Is it that they didn't know, or was it that they're like, well, I no, it seems like they knew. They I was like, gonna say, oh. I, I think if all of a sudden somebody just swamps over as non-responsive, it's. They were like, yeah. they said that apparently that's what he would have wanted. He wanted them to finish the game instead of calling an ambulance. <laughs> he would have wanted them to weaken at Bernie's him for the whole two days. Jeez. <laughs> You'd add that to your classic movie list, Rabnan. <laughs> weaken at Bernie's? I've never that, seen it. Is that Weaken at Bernie Sanders? Wow. Helen, what have you been watching, man? Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. I've been keep uh, catching Kaylee up on Last Chance You. Actually, uh, <laughs> it's been fun to rewatch. It's my second time going through it. So Dude, you yeah. just yeah. Saw, saw <laughs> Malik Henry being a complete ass. Oh, dude, it's such a beating. The worst is whenever he comes back in the second year, and you and know, just everybody like it. is like, "Why are we bringing this guy?" And then he sucks, and that kind of makes you feel like kind of good in a bad way. But, yeah, um, yeah, no, that's that's basically what we've been watching. Let's see. Um, I know, Adam, you watched this. Has been like a few weeks now. Uh, Love is blind. Um, uh, excellent yeah. trash treat TV for you, man. It's uh, great. Yeah, really has the highest taste in uh, media. <laughs> but, uh, that's really been it, man. Definitely wheels yeah. off. Let's just say that. There's a lot yeah, of red man. flags with everybody that's on that. Oh man, so show. many red oh, yeah. flags! It's out of control. Have you guys seen it, Andy and Jose? I've seen I've seen some of them. I, I haven't watched all of them. I know I should. I probably will have time to do that now. So I haven't it's, seen any of it, but I know that my coworkers were really into that before this whole thing. Yeah, it's not really my normal thing, but like once you start, you kind of like can't stop watching because it's just a massive just train wreck episode after episode and it's pretty <laughs> hilarious <laughs> yeah anyways yeah. that's basically it i've been just doing uh other projects on the side and nice. uh stuff like that yeah sweet yeah andy what have you been watching man well we talked about the Tiger King. So obviously that was the most recent one I watched. Uh, I actually watched the movie, and I'm embarrassed to say this. I watched the movie The Rock. Uh, and no, The Rock isn't in it. It's the one with Nick Cage, Sean Connery. 
the one Why that they were talking about the other day one. on the ticket. Yeah, I watched it, and it's so it's man, it it's funny in certain aspects because you get to see Nick Cage, and you know Sean Connery has a lot of good one-liners, but. Yeah, nice. watched that recently. That is a um, classic. There's no need to be ashamed of that. All right, all right, just making sure. <laughs> it's 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 pretty '90s, but Dude, uh, I like that part where they're like coming out from like the bathrooms, and then they're already surrounded, and then things get like intense, yeah. intense, and it ratchets up, and then it just all goes to hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, so I watched that, and then honestly, I've been watching just random stuff on YouTube. Um, podcasts whether it be um you know joe rogan a little bit i fell asleep watching joe rogan last night i don't know if it's a good or bad thing but uh, <laughs> i'm just gonna be pissed at you. dude he just he just wakes up in the middle of the night and yeah i woke like, up in the middle of the night and it's joe rogan and joey diaz and it's like what the hell are they talking about but um and then just reruns of old games like there's a lot of stuff on youtube this is another thing that's really kind of opened up is just there's a lot of lot of stuff on youtube uh so i've been finding like various stuff i didn't watch before but like you know. what uh well i've been watching classic mavs games um classic just that nba tv and nfl network have been posting classic games like in its entirety uh classic tournament games i mean it's it's something uh for the Do sports you- fan yeah, I was about to say with that it's something. Do you get something out of like a rewatch with an old sports game? Because yeah. I, I was kind of like curious about that. Because like you kind of know the outcome and stuff. Like kinda. if it's like something that you're like really attached to, maybe. But like yeah, like some of the old Mavs games for sure. Like the what's funny is like I watch the ones that are from like 15 years ago, like from 02 or 05. Those are the ones I really like watching because I was like like 12 or 13 when it actually happened or whatever so it's good to watch those again but i actually have been reluctant to watch the 2011 title run because all those memories i or maybe lack thereof of of memory i have those specifically in my brain as when i was in denton watching them like i don't know i i'd feel weird watching it again because i would get almost too nostalgic because it was such an awesome moment in time that i don't know i can only live it once which is how i lived it watching it again i i wouldn't be able to do that it would feel weird i mean i'll probably end up watching some of the title run for the mavs but um i always kind of keep those memories sacred because it was a pretty awesome time i don't really watch any videos from that title run too much the only thing i really watch and i should revisit the like oklahoma city thunder yeah that that was actually pretty good because like i forgot about that and i was just like man that was wild but like the specific rewatch of that season season for me would be like I just watched the game five mini movie from the finals. Yep, like the, the mini movie. movie. I like that one. Yeah, those are so and fun to watch. One of my low key favorite moments in that whole video is the part where Sean Marion's mom. Oh she's yeah, like crying and she's going like, "We did it!" And it was like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, when they won. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like game six. Yeah, she gets to say that because she's like yeah. a lady who woke up at six a.m. and like took her kid every single day to these basketball. Just, it's like a Kevin Durant's MVP speech. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, there's a lot of things I'll probably revisit, but just like that. I mean, they're all over YouTube, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
even though sports is not happening or non-happening, um, there has been some interesting news in the NFL. Uh, free agency has been going on kind of amidst the current situation, which I guess makes sense because you don't really need person-to-person -person contact per se, I guess, for these types of dealings. But I guess the main, the biggest story that's come out in this whole thing is Tom effing Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, which aesthetic side note, everyone's saying, oh yeah, that he's going to the worst uniforms in the league, which you would have been right, but the Bucks are actually coming out with new uniforms for this year. And they're actually going to be a lot better and more kind of like classic theme, not like their old ones. The, the one that they had last season with the uh, alarm clock font and the crazy colors, he won't be wearing those. But regardless, I can't believe Brady is A, staying in the league and is going one more year with the Buccaneers. Yes, yeah, it's a little strange. Um and I might be in the minority, but I don't think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the worst um, uh, aesthetics as far as their jerseys go. Um, personally, I don't. I, I don't know. Who would think, you say has the worst? Um, Miami. No, I don't think Miami. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think Miami's are great. So. Definitely on the yeah. lower end. I actually do like Tampa Bay's. Like, I'm always a big fan of like a. They just get bashed a lot up here. I don't, yeah. I don't, like, I don't hate them either, but they are changing. White down here. Their old unis were ass. The like super super throwback ones. Those oh, yeah. were oh, the terrible. orange ones. Yeah, the orange yeah ones, those yeah. were disgusting. Yeah, apparently the there, there's been some renderings of people who've actually seen the. It's the Fosters for all of you out there. This is my quarantine. <laughs> my quarantine beer. That Australian um, for beer? Exactly. Uh, but the renderings of the new Bucks jerseys, they're actually going to be going back to what they were kind of when they won the Super Bowl in 2002. So oh, nice. more of a traditional plain red and white look. But but I don't know. I, it's just weird. Uh, the Buccaneers have a lot of weapons. If you think about their wide receivers and whatnot, like there's definitely – I just don't know if Brady – I don't know. I don't know if he still has it. I could be wrong, but – I mean, he's still he got, like, more than, like, what Jameis Winston has. So, like, well, that's the thing. I, I honestly, even though Winston had 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, which is not good, <laughs> he still he still had 5,000 yards. He, he, he still was somewhat efficient. If you take, obviously, if you take those away. He did get, he did get LASIK surgery. I don't think that's um, going to change anything personally. But I, I don't know, man. I mean, he's a free agent nah, right man, now. That's going to change the game. He's a free agent right now, as is Cam Newton, which is also weird. That is very uh, strange. Um, yeah. But anyway. So, I, coming back to the unis for a sec. Oh, sure. So the ones that I think that are the worst are the Browns. And then well, yeah, and no also doubt. the lime no green Seattle uniforms are Ooh, awful yeah. and pretty much mo most of the color rush uniforms <laughs> yeah it's like they're all good in theory but not necessarily in execution yeah um and my, i agree i, I have to agree that's our most things in life yeah i don't know the browns just are true just very very uninspired <laughs> yeah i don't think uh, the lime green uniforms are terrible they're not great but they're not they look, as bad they're like i love green. that term 
um but yeah i mean it's it's weird seeing uh the free agents that are out there right now like uh, oh my god yeah there's been a lot of movement Dude, I mean, we're living in a post-corona world. This is just a new reality. I guess it's right. not post yet. <laughs> thing, oh, yeah. I'll point Intra out corona. Is, is the devaluing of the running back. Todd Gurley oh, yeah. uh, released two years, if I'm not mistaken, after his big contract. Uh, the running back, as many football fans have probably noticed over the last decade, I guess, has been kind of devalued. You know, you draft one, they're really good for like two, three years max, I feel like, into their career. And then all of a sudden they're done. It's like they're, they already have enough tread or, they, you know, you've worn out all the tread on them. And next thing you know, they're on to the next one. I feel like the girly situation is a prime example of like, Nowadays, with running backs, you only get so much time out of them. Like it's like at their prime, and then they go to the next, the next. Yeah. So, that, uh, that one I thought was interesting. Not many running backs like uh, there were back in the day, I guess. Like uh, yeah, it's plug and play almost at this point. I mean, you just put a guy back there if he's respectable. I mean, you could probably get some some yardage out of him. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I, I don't know if Todd Gurley is going to be able to uh, be who he was. I guess is a good way to say it. No, he's, he he hasn't been that for a while. Yeah, especially and a lot of fantasy players will know this. Uh, he's definitely fallen off over the last two years uh, statistically, just not what he once was. But I will say on a, another note, the Cowboys yesterday signed someone that almost shocked me, but. They signed uh, Greg Brett, the Leg. Greg the Leg, a.k.a. Legatron. <laughs> uh, Greg Zerline, widely regarded as one of the best kickers in the league over the last four or five years. I think he had a kind of a setback last year, but still, he hit a 58-yarder, if I'm not mistaken, in the playoffs uh, a couple years ago to send the Rams to the Super Bowl. So um he's a good kicker I, I i guess the cowboys are kind of addressing some of their needs kicker was definitely one of them and they definitely did that well what's kind of weird is that they re-signed cobra kai and then they got greg zerline so now they have greg zerline and kai forbath so uh, a, lot of, a lot of people are saying that because the special teams coach for dallas is now john fossil yeah yeah, yeah, fossil something and uh essentially he's reuniting with greg zerline so i'm assuming that had to do with some of that yeah because he got fired um yeah and new coaching staff is definitely kind of picking up some players i mean dak ended up getting his franchise tag which a lot of people are believing that will eventually turn into a long-term deal not really sure what the logic is. They could have signed Dak a year ago at a fraction of the price, but the way we're looking at it now, he's probably going to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Yep. Um, and a lot of people, some people have problems with that. I don't because if you look at just the numbers, number one, and yeah, sure, he's last year, I mean, statistically was his best year ever. Now he still went 8-8, eight and eight, but uh, regardless, I think he deserves it because it's just like it's the going rate and whenever Mahomes is a free agent um Ooh, yeah 
next year he's going to break the bank. He's going to change the whole market again. So he's going to get paid, like it's just, man. Yeah, it's the going rate at quarterback right now, and he's going to get paid. So they also signed Cooper, which I agreed with. I think they yeah. needed Cooper. 100 mil. I I just want him to show up in the big games. He didn't yeah. really show up last year. Well, honestly, I don't think that's I don't think that's his fault, and I don't think yeah. that the reason they went eight and eight is is Dak's fault either. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I that think it's your fault. You know, I think it's uh, Jason Garrett's fault. Honestly, I think that he should have been fired like fifteen yeah. times over. Oh yeah, and Dude, unfortunately, I- he did not. We're we're gonna look back at this era as like I mean depending on what Mike McCarthy is gonna do with this team, which I I kind of have so some. Ho- to say out loud until like I hopes for because it's like we have a fresh perspective now and our coaching staff, new maybe a new offense like this is gonna and it not even beyond the offense and X's and O's it's a fresh mentality like we have someone out there who's new who isn't gonna kind of beat around the bush like Jason Garrett did. I mean, he is he was a very average head coach. Like in all three in, phases. In all three phases. You have to trust the process. Okay? Trust the process. <laughs> yeah, we trusted it for like eleven years. So Yeah, we trusted it for far too long and yeah. all it did was get us uh reformatted <laughs> yeah, yeah, reformatting on the hard drive. Sure. You yeah. had a really entertaining avatar in Madden 20, though. I will say that. Because but... <laughs> it looked oddly uh, lifelike. <laughs> yeah. And it showed him getting angry. That was another thing that was funny. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen the guy get mad. Which before. is totally <laughs> not accurate at all. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? It was hilarious. He was deviating from his programming. Like two times, dude. He was part of Westworld. Somehow he escaped. Yeah, he did, man. They're going rogue. <laughs> Detroit become human. Dude. And one of the other humans who's been a pivotal role in this whole situation is Mark Cuban. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anybody has seen his, uh, I guess, him being super active in the situation. Um, <laughs> obviously, he was the first kind of in terms of in the sports world to say that I'm going to pay for all the hourly employees during this time, uh, you know, since there won't be any games. He was one of the first owners to say, hey, I will pay for their, you know, whatever set their hourly wages, you know, that they would have been making if there were games. A lot of other teams followed suit. They pretty much had to at that point. Uh, but he's also been very vocal on Twitter. Uh, against, not against, but just calling certain, whether it be politicians or even companies out, like 3M, called out 3M very early in this because they hadn't said anything about making the ventilators and whatnot. And he's really been pushing the issue on on some of them and kind of has brought some really interesting insight. And it it really just makes me think, not to be political, but I just think he... (sighs) I really agree with what he's trying to do. And, you know, as a business guy, I don't know. I, I, he, he seems like he would fit the bill as a, a good politician, maybe uh, as a third party, not even um, Democrat or, or Republican. I think he could, he should be like that. But I mean, could you, he's, what he's showing during this time, in my opinion, just based on what he's doing right now is really... I don't know, enlightening compared to what we've seen with other politicians right now. 
I mean, you know, some of the ideas he has is like he will reimburse any of his employees that are buying from a local business. You know, like that's that's like a win-win. Like you're helping your Mm -hmm. employees, but you're also helping local businesses. Those types of ideas are just like things that, I I don't know, I really respect him. And I might be biased because I'm a Mavs fan, but I I really respect Cuban and kind of everything he's about. I don't know. No, I think I think he's a trendsetter, and I yeah. think that he's definitely um, a leader when it comes to the NBA. I know that he can be controversial, but sure, um, I, he's I don't smart. Know. He's very well, smart. A lot of his controversy is centered on like my team got screwed, isn't it? Or did he like well? Did he like me too? Someone well, there was uh, the. Well, he didn't per se. I guess they yeah. did have the his organization did the Me Too scandal yeah. of a couple of years ago, where they definitely kind of swept that under the rug and kind of you know made everything right for everybody. Yeah, how that disappeared. Um, you know, obviously that's gone. But beyond that, you know, and that happening under his watch, I guess, or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I just like his. He's. I like his ideas. Um, and especially in a crisis like this, he's really kept a lot of people accountable, uh, at least online, through the power of Twitter. But, um, I mean, beyond that, I mean, my main thing, and you kind of referenced it earlier, is like what is – NHL also, NHL's in the same boat. I mean, if we think about it for our local teams, the Mavs and the Stars were both primed to make the playoffs. Yep. Both having kind of interesting seasons. Um, but – that's all put on hold. What, what do we all expect? Do we have any expectation as to how the NHL or NBA season is going to end? Or what, do you, what are y'all's actual expectations of what's going to happen? I think that this corona thing is actually going to last a little bit longer than people think. I mean, we're okay. all being very optimistic, but I think I heard one projection call it like a corona winter during this time. Mm-hmm. That's really off. scary. Yeah. I've heard uh, I mean, 18 months. 18? Like yep. this? Uh, it's from uh, it was an article from CNN uh, saying that uh, the federal government's preparing for it to be up to eighteen months. And like the Whoa. ramifications, and then like the like work through the whole like backlog. I hope it's not eighteen something. months, but I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that I'm mentally sealing myself for it to be yeah. something like that. Right. I was wow. thinking like six months, but man, that is quite a shocker. I. Like I was thinking, like maybe, like even like college football would kind of get pushed back. But that's that being said, that's the thing. Like I'm so optimistic, yeah. Like I feel like, let's just say, in the most optimistic of situations, this lasts like overall three months, like where we're in Mm -hmm. quarantine, and even that seems like a long time. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, we're flattening the curve. We're gonna start Mm -hmm. having games with no fans. I would say by end of summer, like. It would have to go perfectly for football season to start the way we've always seen it, if Absolutely. at all. Like, it would yeah. have to go, like, the summer, just wipe that out, basically. Yeah. And then, if the, the, the crazy thing is what we could see is NBA, NHL, MLB all coming back right around the time where – football stars like that's going to be the craziest thing we've ever seen because they'll have like what i've heard and what cuban has said is and i'm sure the nhl will probably do the same is basically they'll have like a shortened end of the regular season if they're able to start let's say in june 
uh, a shortened five game end of the regular season and go straight into the playoffs. And you just play that out and you award a champion probably in June or July. And the crazy thing is if someone lifts the cup, how, how awkward is that going to be? A tradition unlike any other, Jim Nance, um, <laughs> you, you are lifting the cup. You know, everyone, it doesn't matter if you're home or away in the NHL in the playoffs. If you win the Stanley Cup, you lift the cup in front of the fans. Like, that's the most tradition-laden trophy presentation ever. There's a big likelihood that you're going to be doing that in front of no one. Yeah. That's just going to be so weird. Uh, Proposing, you know, truncated versions of the playoffs, you know, what they're going to do. And they've got, like, like a lot of scenarios, like 10 different scenarios. So it's – I don't really know what they're, they, I don't think they know exactly what they're going to do as far no, as I don't think anyone does. Um, you know, they've thought about doing just like, um, you know, like almost baseball style one on one, like you, you, it's just one game to, you know, for, you know, speed things along instead of best of seven for Matt. Uh, Ooh, for that would be things. crazy. Yeah. That you know, would be crazy. I trying don't know. To, to, to speed it up just so that we, you know, you can get a winner. And, but I mean, yeah. It's crazy, and the thing that's crazy is that the NHL and the NBA are linked in so many ways. You know, their their seasons are really similar, and uh, they share the same arenas, the same facilities. Same players, okay. uh, yeah, and you know that's why the NHL was like quick to drop off right after the NBA did. So, but um, side note, but honestly, I just don't really think they know what they're going to do. I know no. there are several different scenarios, but you know, it's all just uh, it's all just a guessing game at this point. When do you yeah. guys think we're going to see sports back? And even if it's just like in empty arenas and empty stadiums, Cuban? I'm thinking, go ahead. No, oh, yeah, go ahead. You say you first. Well, I don't know. I think mine is going to be more of a lighter estimate than you guys. I are think sure. Cuban is optimistic and he's on re- gone on record and saying that he hypothetically is predicting like end of May, June. Oh. I personally, I'm thinking as far as United States sports, um, I'm going to say, or North American sports, I'm going to say late fall to maybe early winter next year. Yeah. Next year? Or I mean, like 2020. Excuse me. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Abdin, what do you think, man? Um, I don't know. It's, It's really hard to. To say at this point, I would anticipate maybe uh, being optimistic July, August, but I don't know. I mean, nobody does. It all depends on when the the United States reaches the peak in the virus cases because we still haven't hit that yet. No. Once once we, you know, start getting statistical data that says that we hit that peak i think then we can probably make better predictions at that point oh, yeah. but yeah, the I thing is still... that's increasing every single day so it's it's really hard to tell right now and i'm also, thinking so. like the end of august uh but yeah. like, i'm thinking like maybe like i don't know why i think this in my head i have no empirical data to support this but i'm thinking like august 27th Watch it be like a Sunday. <laughs> I mean, that, that that seems like it could be the case. I mean, 
the crazy thing is if we're talking about soccer real quick is you know mls bundesliga everyone has been on suspension indefinitely but it's different when you're talking about the premier league if you talk about Mm. number one and this is above everything in the epl is just the sponsorships the commercial deals like this is the most lucrative tv deal in all sports uh it's epl so keep that in mind and so there is so much more pressure on the epl to finish the season than any other league most notably for the fact that Liverpool a team that I know Kellen hates um as he's wearing his Everton shirt proudly um is in the midst of their one of the most amazing Premier League seasons ever uh we've probably ever seen really and the most it's just I have to call it ironic the fact that it had to be put on pause yeah. As they were, I think, one or two games away from clinching. And now they're on hold. And there's initially was some thought of like, okay, maybe we'll just cancel the Premier League. But what from what I'm hearing and from what I'm also reading online is that the Premier League is going to finish the season no matter what. Meaning uh, if it has to start in September again, they're going to finish the last five or six games to make sure that there is a rightful champion. And what does that mean? You delay the next season? Exactly. And that's going to change the, ca- the, the, the calendar, which, you know, this, that could be a good thing. A lot of people are thinking that um, the, the, a lot of the international calendars in terms of the, like the soccer calendar, the normal one, so all the European leagues, will right. start playing in the summer now and not – through the winter like so almost what, like a mos season yes okay. and what could actually happen is that you could have a, a totally different calendar as a result of this um yeah, that's the, wild that's a big the fa- ramifications <laughs> the fact of the matter is though you know <laughs> it's just the liverpool fan is is always going to be jaded i think now uh because if the, if god forbid something happens with their season this year God that they have to have he gave everybody corona exactly and that's <laughs> yeah, the thing right. like they basically are and no matter what even if they're retroactively crowned champions this year it won't matter at all because yeah they were champions but it's always like yeah but everybody everybody and i've heard this on and i've already heard this on arsenal fan tv they've been talking about it like all the rivals especially everton and man U. Uh, those fans will always have something to say, like, yeah, but you really didn't yeah. win it. Right, right. Yeah. So I think the EPL has a lot of pressure in terms of finishing the season for financial reasons, but also for this crazy title that is the most, probably one of the most impactful titles in a long time since Liverpool fans have been waiting their whole lives for it. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, I don't have to worry about the Champions League at least because we uh, yeah, have to too. see that their ass get beat, so that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's it's just crazy, man. Um, so I guess homer. we have we have a hypothetical question now. I guess uh, who would you say would be the champions of each league right now? So we'll start with NHL. I mean, did do we have a gauge on who was going to be Stanley Cup champion this year? I guess it's I don't pretty. Know. It's too difficult, man. I mean, uh, the, the Western Conference is so incredibly tight now. Uh, you know, just the differences of just a few points. Like, 
I don't know who you'd say yeah. it would be, man. Like, I really I mean, don't know. That's a hard see. question to ask. The Blues were in the top of the Western I was going to say, I might say the Blues, unfortunately. Although I hate them. The the thing is, though, about the NHL playoffs, and we all know this, is that (laughs) it's super, super reels off, like in terms of random-ass teams winning. Right. You got got some teams that are good playoff teams, and then some teams who are, you know, good during the season and just – you know, crap bed as far as the playoffs go. See the Lightning yeah, last year. I guess I would say my vote would probably be for the Bruins just because they had 100 points. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, NBA, Lakers. Well, I mean, probably the Lakers. I guess that's pretty easy to – but it would have been fun to at least, especially from a Mavs fan perspective, it would have been Chris Stops and – Luca's first ever playoffs and how awesome that would have been. Uh, I wouldn't even that timing, man. That's so unfortunate. Luca and same with Luca. I mean, now his this was his coming out party, really. Yeah. Besides, besides his rookie year, and it's like he's gonna have really nothing to show for it. Um, the Bucks actually had a really good. Uh, the Bucks. It was the best win loss record of fifty two. Yeah, could, could the, I would have loved to have seen it. Uh, Bucks versus Lakers in the finals, but I guess. <laughs> The way that who knows what would have happened, but I guess the Lakers probably would have won that. Um, what about the NCAA tournament? I know Baylor would have won. Baylor, the unofficial champs. Got a homer in the house. My prediction was Baylor was going to lose to UNT at some point. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, some people just insist on being wrong. <laughs> um yeah i don't know i mean that, that would have been a really I, I have a feeling they would have played like for some reason i feel like they would have played somehow i don't know but that would have been awesome yeah. um and yeah. uh, it's not something that we really have to touch on here but yeah, yeah. I, I was hearing the musers talking about it the other morning yeah. Imagine that the massive headache that is in store, well, probably is currently happening for the mm-hmm. administrators of the NCAA in terms of eligibility. Mm-hmm. Like, do those uh, seniors get another year of done. eligibility, or I don't, I don't think so. That's a good question. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think few, so. Well, a few teams their season ended, but what about for those who are going to the finals? You know, is that fair, so to say? I don't really know because, you know, I don't really keep up with it, but it's going to be a headache. Well, it's interesting you say that. I mean, I I remember when they canceled the tournament, I saw someone on UNT, a senior, and he basically said, this is it. You know, he – He's done. You know, he's probably never playing again, obviously. So, yeah, I think honestly, they're just gonna let whatever ride out, ride out. Yeah, like whether, swipe the slate. Like, just because like it was so close to the end of the season, essentially yeah, really it was the weird. end of the regular season. But yeah, that's that is kind of weird in recruiting and stuff. But yeah, because uh, if you give those seniors another year of eligibility then you know the freshman class coming in after that they're like oh yeah, yeah up, I, you know so it's like yeah i mean I, I don't think they would even personally i don't know if they would even mess with that i think guys, they'd probably just is, be like this is like when like they didn't have seasons during world war ii like yeah yeah, yeah we're gonna look back on all this totally. we're gonna remember the the covid uh season yep <laughs> 
No, that's screwed that's, up a lot of things, man. Yeah, nobody's. I mean, it's nobody's not affected by this. Like it. That's the crazy thing. It, it's it's a great equalizer, uh, I guess. except for like astronauts or something. Someone on right. space station. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so, speaking of which, I think they did the first launching of the space force the other day. Oh God. Oh, Damn. <laughs> Just throw um, that in there. Yeah, why not? Force. Well, yeah, I mean, this was something I was going to talk about uh, probably, in the la- well, last time we were going to try to have an episode, but I'm going to shoehorn it in here because right before this whole uh, thing happened, uh, you know, I watched an XFL game. Um, and the XFL had obviously just started this year and we were all kind of jokingly wanting to go see it, uh, and, and, you know, even despite the product on the field, but, um, so I went to it. So, uh, me and a couple of my buddies went to the game. It was probably the last game before this whole thing started. Uh, I don't even remember who they were playing, but, uh, we showed up there. We met at Texas live in, in, uh, in Arlington, obviously, right next to the new ballpark. Sorry, just for the listeners, who was playing, you were going to, not like who they were playing against, but who were you watching, the Dallas Renegades, right? Yeah, Dallas Renegades, the XFL team, uh, they play at the ballpark in Arlington. Anyway, um, yeah, so if anyone's ever been to Texas Live, that place is awesome. You should definitely check it out if you haven't. But we all met up there, and then you just walk up to the stadium and um, – yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting seeing the cast of characters that are there. It was like, um, you know, having been to a lot of FC Dallas games and whatnot, I have to, I could honestly say may it seemed like there was more people than an FC Dallas game. Like I would say, I mean, I, the attendance was like 17,000. Um, the weirdest part about it is the way that the, the baseball stadium is able to be turned into a football stadium. Like it was yeah, just that's so, so strange. But they yeah. – they pulled it off pretty well. Uh, like it was really entertaining. And I think there was kind of a little bit of a sarcastic enthusiasm there. Like just people getting really drunk. There was a lot of, uh, <laughs> wow. since, you know, Bud Light Seltzers, the official sponsor, people were like <laughs> chugging Bud Light Seltzers. Um, now the, the worst part of the whole experience was honestly the play on the field. Uh, I, bet on the game just to make it more interesting God. so uh, i did a parlay and everyone was giving me giving me crap about it in terms of i picked the over i think the over was 37 if i'm not mistaken uh which is super <laughs> low by the way um and I, I i picked the over and this was coming off the last few weeks of the xfl just you know it's just terrible football let's just be honest uh but Beyond that, it was good. The concessions were fairly affordable, but there was just an element of danger in the air. You could tell there were people there that were just kind of like they didn't they didn't care. Like it was it, it was interesting. There was a lot of fans there. I gotta admit, and uh, honestly, it was pretty fun. Um, and definitely would have been worth checking out for sure. Uh, are there a lot of jerseys? Jerseys, not really. There was more t-shirts and hats and stuff. Like, you know, that type of thing, bandanas and stuff. And there was not really any jerseys at all. Were um, there any chants? 
Yeah, but it was just the basic defense and those types okay. of things. <laughs> or, yeah, that was pretty Jerry. much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Andy, how much did um, the ticket set you back if you don't mind me asking? Oh, uh, they were only 35 bucks. Not bad. Um, and we Except sat having to do the I 30 death trip to Arlington. Besides that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, yeah, the, the only way to, I mean, they had parking there, but yeah, we just Ubered it. Um, but oh, anyway, so smart, good call. But yeah, it, it was really good. And like I said, it was just kind of fun if you if like a group of guys or whatever just to check it out. Is uh, the only thing was just it was just bad football. Like how really, close were you to the action? Uh, the first seats we had were right, kind of behind the one of the end zones. So it was basically down the first bit or third base line if you're actually at the stadium. Uh, so it's we were right behind the field goal net essentially, and it was actually a decent vantage point. Like I was actually amazed at the various vantage points that the baseball stadium would give a football field, but. It was actually pretty good. And then we actually moved to the other side just because we saw there was no one sitting there. So we just walked over there to check that out. That was terrible <laughs> because the sun was glaring nice. right in our eyes. So we decided to go back to the shade and watch it from there. But um, vantage points are pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's, I mean, I don't know. If you're looking for football, I guess this is a semblance of it. But, uh, yeah, it was good. And – yeah, the fact that they have Texas Live right there is also a big bonus too, because that place is dope. So, do you uh, see Bob Stoops? Does who? Bob Stoops. Well, yeah, he was on the field. Okay. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like, could you see him like pretty well from where uh, you were taking? No, him? not really. I mean, you'd have okay. to really pay attention. Um, but you know, it's it was interesting. It was more people than I thought. I'll say that there's way more people okay. than I thought, and uh the xfl i would imagine they sh- might be able to last yeah. going yeah. for one more year i don't know this might really mess them up like i think so i think it's terrible well, timing for them <laughs> i imagine yes yeah, terrible timing but it's also like when it comes to like a startup you know you have to factor in losses for the first few years so they were going in with well, this, this is a, a loss these are losses well, that I don't think they would have predicted. Like, I mean, yes. financial so, losses. Like, they would be operating at a loss. Like, they wouldn't be in the back of the first year that they yeah. started in 2000, they closed off after one season. Oh, yeah, because projections were so bad. But now, <laughs> yeah, that, like, yeah. now that, like, TV deals are, like, in a way where, like, the only thing that's really prized or they get people's attention is, like, live entertainment, then yeah. you know, something right. like the value of that just goes up. Even I've got a question for um, mediocre. Yeah. All right, Jose, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, there. Go ahead. I, I got a question for you guys. Do you guys think that the XFL is like oversaturating people with football? So this is directly after the uh, NFL. What do you What do you guys think? I've I've heard arguments for that and against it. I'm just wondering what you guys well, think. I don't know, man. Well, that's the thing. Like, people love football. Uh, yeah. Um, it's very, or at least Americans do. Um, we love football, and so like, right. they're they're basically banking on a percentage of a percentage. So, yeah. I don't know if it's oversaturating because, like I said before, the product on the field, it's, it, it, it's it'll never <laughs> it'll never compare, and it kind of makes you realize how good college football and how good NFL, right. especially the NFL is. Uh, I mean, right. and it, it almost makes them look like it almost enhances their product because of how bad the XFL is. Mm. 
you know. Right. So I don't know if it's oversaturated yeah. because I think there's going to be people who want football, but they're just not going to get that satisfaction, I don't think. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm on right. Team Andy with this one. Because I just always thought football is like, you know, it's kind of like, it's almost like Christmas. It's like a certain time of the year. And that's, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. the anticipation oh, God, for yeah. it is what makes it that's, really right. great. Yeah. And they have one of the longest like you, you keep it going. Yeah, right. You keep it going. It's just kind of like, yeah, you know, I don't know. But, um, but hey, people like it. They like it, I suppose. And I mean, it's probably a good thing that the product is so bad because, like I said, it probably, like, now we really know how good even watching college football and you know yeah all of college football i would imagine is better like i was thinking about the hypothetical who would win lsu or the best xfl team the dallas renegades <laughs> dude i i don't know I, I would love to see that like they should have that i don't know i don't think That'd that would fun. ever happen but i i really think lsu would probably wipe the floor with any of the xfl teams yeah I think, I think so, so too. I think, I think so too. Like easily, but well, dude, this has been good. I don't know how long we ended up going, but what do you got on your thing, Abdom? It doesn't show me, but the YouTube, YouTube's definitely gone over for it's an hour and a half. Yeah, I would think yeah. probably probably hour fifteen without the good. intro portion. Yeah, I'm looking at the playbacks. I mean, we had seven. People tune in, hey. so that's good. That's more than we predicted. Yeah, um, <laughs> whatever that is. But uh, yeah, this has been an interesting pod. I'm glad we were able to. Still time for one more little bit. Yeah, go for it. I was just saying throughout. Yeah, 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 no. Um, well, nobody. I, I don't think I got to share like what I've been watching. Oh yeah, let's. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, I think it's kind of an interesting time when it comes to like live stuff because like the WWE is so active. Uh, uh, no. All right, guys. Uh, this no, has I'm been Sportsway episode okay. eight, wow. and we will see you next time. No, go ahead, sir. Oh well, no, I was just thinking like it's kind of like interesting because it's like I'm kind of curious about like what the numbers are there and like how like hungry people are for something that is. Like, even if it's just their similitude, because it's like a live sports entertainment event. So, like, there's kind of right. a vision of like a competition going on. And they're still going through with like WrestleMania this weekend, even though they're still not, doing it. Not this weekend, but next weekend. And they're still going on with it. Yeah, I think it's going to be free on their network. So, that's well, gonna... it's funny you say that because, and we were talking about this earlier, uh, me and Abdin. We're looking at the, uh, and I guess Kellen was too, looking at the uh, the WWE with no, with no fans. I mean, we were watching it for just a split second, and I don't know, it seemed weird. I mean, what do you think about it, man? I mean, it's very surreal because obviously, like, the fan is, like, a third entrant in the, like, because the fans are, like, really, really a part of the experience when it comes yeah. to, like, wrestling events, right. especially televised ones. And so it's like incredibly surreal to just have that element gone. Uh, it just kind of makes you like realize what like the actual like performance the atmosphere is and like how much like people actually factor into it. Like just people, like you said, the atmosphere, how chance yeah. like people reacting to certain spots and things like factor into like how these people like both perform the theater and then also like 
adjust accordingly if no one's saying anything then like how do you go through with the match like when you're not hearing like the oohs and ahs or the like mm, maybe they don't like this maybe we should do this instead and how that plays on tv but i mean it's something also, i guess yeah also besides from like wrestling I, I actually don't watch that much i like i like oh, keep okay. up with it a little bit but what i was gonna <laughs> say is like as far as books i read this book called the holdout mm, it's okay. uh basically about like it's like a fiction book but it's kind of like got elements of like the oj trial and like the sensationalism it's not my favorite sorry to any of my coworkers because it's part of my, my work book club but it's not great and um for tv show i just finished watching the last season of bojack horseman and i also watched nice. Watchmen. yeah and did you like them i liked the last season of BoJack, enough. Like, it was good. It was, like, all right. It just kind of ended, which is, like, at this point, like, it was, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's about time to just end it. And Watchmen was, uh, I went in with low expectations, and it turned out to be, like, better than I expected. Episode I 6 of Watchmen is actually just really good. And then, like, the rest of it is just, like, a, and then it just kind of, like, ends, too. I'm not saying, like, it ends bad or ends good. It just kind of, like, has, mm. like, a story ending, which is fine. You know, I don't need it to be anything else than that. But episode six is really, like, what you want to watch a series for, you know? To, like, kind of get that experience. Right. Wow. What show is that again? Watchmen. 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 It's on HBO. On HBO. Oh, okay. I've heard it's good. I have not watched it. Yeah. So that was my. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Jose. I will say good. my viewing of WWE without a crowd was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> just about what you would expect with wow. without a crowd. Oh, and I saw when Harry met Sally. For the first time, wow. like two days ago. Yeah, I thought you were gonna tell me you're gonna watch uh, Woody Allen's uh... whole filmography. Just yeah, yeah. In respect to the man, yeah, I'm still <laughs> working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, his work. Most definitely. Um, well, I guess this has been good. What is everyone doing tonight? I'm gonna eat dinner. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Probably about to make Having a burger and uh, watch some TV and pretty much chill. Same. Yep. Same. It's been good. Thanks for everyone who watched or who might watch later. I don't know if we'll actually post this. Maybe we will. But um, yeah, this has been great. And hey, we'll do it again next time. Yes, Unless we, we have a we have a mode to. To do this remotely. To do this remotely. Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay indoors. Wash your hands. Cover your mouth when you sneeze and cough. And yeah, we got practice. Stay home. Do delivery. Try to support local businesses where you can. Buy gift cards for the businesses that you support during this time. Yeah, all that. The ones that are delivering, and yeah, whoever's delivering alcohol, you'll need to work on doing that in Garland so I can get <laughs> alcohol without risking my life to get just a can of Fosters.
Come on, it's man. It's Australian for me. Somebody can do it, man. There's a market open. You can do it. Clearly. Blood and Honey <laughs> Express. Yeah. Their drone technology should be there now. Yeah, right? Oh, All man. Right. All right, y'all. Y'all take care. And we'll see you take next care, time. guys. Keep on rocking in the free world.